Hi there, my name is Anthony Brown. I'm a director at Claremont Search, and I'm very happy to bring you another episode of our Privacy and Data podcast. We're focused on bringing you thoughts, insight, and opinion, and maybe a few stories from leading privacy and data professionals from around the world. Today, I'm delighted to be joined by ITV's uh, Sarah Posner. ITV, of course, is the much-loved uh, British free-to-air television network. And uh, hi, Sarah. Good morning. How, how are you? I'm good, thank you. Nice to see you. Indeed, indeed. Um, so I'm, I'm looking forward to, uh, well, hearing about your journey a little, Sarah. Um, obviously, you joined uh, ITV last year as, as ITV's uh, global uh, data protection officer. So obviously an incredibly exciting business and no doubt um, an incredibly busy uh, and diverse role. How, how's it all going? It's been, it's been great. It's a fantastic um, organisation to, to, to be involved with. Um, I started at the beginning of November, so I was lucky to have a few months of actually going into the office and meeting people in person before lockdown happened. Um, yeah. It's an organisation that is actually global in its nature, which most people don't know. A lot of people associate with ITV with the television channels. and We have several ITV channels, ITV2, ITVB, but we also produce content for other channels and um, other broadcasters such as Sky and Netflix. And we have an international businesses as well, where we have studios in Australia um, and also in the US. And we have a large business in the Netherlands, and that includes both uh, production and global distribution. So it's it's a broad role. Yeah, like you say, I mean, not not everyone realises actually that this, the the you know the, the the reach really of ITV around the world. And I guess for you and, and your team, that brings various interesting challenges as well, and having to be on top of various different laws and. Uh, you know, regulatory guidance in different jurisdictions as well as as the UK, of, of course. Yeah, it, it is challenging and because ITV has such a breadth of services it provides, it's almost like a number of different businesses in any event. So you have broadcast, which includes all the marketing and the direct-to-consumer activities and competitions and, um, and all of that world and applications. And then you have the studios and production, which effectively operate completely differently so the relevant regulation to studios and production is completely different to what's applicable when you're building an app or a subscription video on demand platform and then you take that and then you start to have to work with other organizations in other jurisdictions is a challenge um luckily i've got some yeah great colleagues abroad and you know who are very uh, well versed in what's relevant in their jurisdiction so the important thing i think and i found this in working internationally and in other organizations is building that network ensuring that you have a close working relationship with your colleagues in those jurisdictions and then and working together to to, to resolve problems as absolutely and i guess ironically for you and everyone probably in any media uh, organization, uh, lockdown has probably only increased significantly, you know, the workload and, and, you know, obviously during lockdown, people have been consuming content more than ever. Um, obviously, as you mentioned, Netflix, um, I think, you know, everyone's chalked off at least 10 box sets during, uh, <laughs> during lockdown. And uh, so, yeah, so I can imagine it's been incredibly challenging for you. And just, just, you know, I think this, this, 
series of podcasts is I've called it privacy in the new world. I, d I don't want to sort of us to dwell too much, um, you know, on the last few weeks. Obviously, it's the elephant in the room if we don't sort of mention it. But just in in general, Sarah, what what do you think um, has been you know the biggest sort of privacy challenges for organisations really across the board, um, you know, over the, the last few weeks? I think for all organisations, so outside of the fact that ITV is a media organisation, is with COVID, it brings a whole new work stream of data that needs to be collected in order to protect its employees or potentially its clients against spread of the virus. And how do we do business differently now that we can no longer do it as we would have done ordinarily? And that inevitably includes collecting large amounts of personal data that often include medical data or medical data about people they're living with, um, temperature testing, COVID infection, virus testing. So, and you end up doing a lot of drafting, a lot of drafting of new notices, a lot of exploring which, how the regulation applies in the event of a pandemic. So obviously there's high sort of standards related to the collection of personal data if it's health category, but suddenly, you know, I've personally never been in a position where you're having to consider, well, this is actually a public health, public health, in a public interest. So which exemptions apply? How do they apply? And how do we ensure that we can demonstrate a defensible position when there's no absolute obvious link or there's no precedence to demonstrate how you should approach that? Um, and then, of course, from my personal perspective, I'm new to the business. I've only been in, in place a few months. I'm trying to build a team, build a function, change culture. I have three different um, significant group level uh, framework um, programs I'm trying to run, um, which when you're trying to do that, and you're trying to change culture, but you're only able to do that over a video conference. That's really been my, my biggest challenge, definitely. Yeah, I can imagine. And, and I think you're not, you're not alone with that. And, you know, I do feel at least, you know, with yourself, obviously you, you joined towards the end of last year, you had the benefit of being in situ in the offices and meeting the team and building some camaraderie, et cetera, with, with the team. But obviously, as we know, there's many people, um, leaders like yourself um, and uh, team members who have, who have joined companies during lockdown. It's been incredibly challenging for, for people, really. And I've had, I've had a few um, people join my team actually during this lockdown period. So it's right. been really interesting to see you know, how we onboard them, how we make sure that they're properly plugged in. How do you introduce them to other stakeholders within the organization and get them to have a feel for what ITV is like and, and what needs to be done again when, when they're sitting in their, in their kitchen at home? Yes, indeed. Indeed, I was saying to somebody the other day, actually, it's going to be very interesting, you know, as and when, uh, you know, people start returning to the offices and, and, and obviously, uh, you know, as we know, probably the way people work has changed forever, um, I suspect. But it's going to be interesting. People historically would work from home on a Friday. And I wonder if in the future people want to be in the office on a Friday so they can actually socialise with their team after work, as is, you know, historical. Um, so it's going to be very, very interesting for us all to see how things pan out. But I think it's proven that we're a resourceful bunch um, and people have muddled their way through at times, but everyone's adapted um, and, um, yeah, hopefully better times and easier times ahead. So I think um, just out of interest there, and obviously you're in a really a consumer uh, facing business, um, 
what, what's your your sense of or opinion really on on the general public's perception of privacy during lockdown so for example as we know people have been increasingly using apps like zoom and house party and various other um, uh, tools to communicate and obviously as we know there's been uh, scenarios and and, and uh, uh, you know sort of some challenges with the security around some of them, perhaps we should say. Um, how do you think in, in general this has heightened the public's awareness of privacy and, and how they should be more focused on keeping their data safe? I think suddenly there's a necessity for everyone to rely on technology such as Zoom, whereas previously they may never have touched it. And then there's a, a lot of press recently about the various security instances. So there are certainly um, a fair amount of awareness I think from a consumer perspective, but during lockdown, I've been working a lot with our production teams and our studios about creating content in lockdown, which again means that they, as, a, as an industry, are relying on technology that they wouldn't have done before. But I think it's, it's balance, isn't it? There's an urgency to get stuff done, to make sure they're continuing to produce high quality content, which means they need new tools. And sometimes, there's just not the time to consider actually there might be privacy implications with how they're using that technology. So that's one of the things that we've been focusing on is trying to find a way and introduce processes that we can get these tools into the business as quickly as possible in a way that's safe um, and ensure that we're producing sufficient guidance so that they know what, what those sort of caveats might be in terms of any security or privacy loopholes that, that might need to be addressed. Yeah, well, I mean, the more he talk, it's pretty clear you've got an enormous but very exciting job on your hands and, and crucial really as well to people like myself or any of us who consume ITV's content and, and regularly watch the, you know, the, the channels. So um, it's, it's pretty, when you, when you break it all down, you know, the, the breadth of work is, is pretty incredible. So I can imagine you've been very, very busy, as you've said. Um, just moving forward, Sarah, what, what do you think is probably the biggest privacy challenge moving forward for businesses? Um, perhaps let's just restrict this to, you know, the UK. Um, uh, you know, what, what do you see? What's on the horizon? I think e-privacy, you know, and how that is going to land will make a significant difference, especially to the marketing world. Suddenly, if if we lose the, the right to the soft opting consent, we could lose significant amounts of the marketable database. And it keeps, you know, it still hasn't been landed, it keeps changing. Um, there's a lot more focus as well on protecting children's data. And I think a lot of organizations who are not targeting children may not even be aware when they're, they're processing children's data. So there's a, a heightened sense of responsibility to ensure that they're protecting children's data. And, um, and the GDPR, we're still not really sure how that's settling. We're sort of keeping an eye on the various fines that are being issued across Europe by the different regulators. Um, but there's still a concern about interpretation and actually you know, how the regulators are going to interpret things and how far we should and shouldn't be going. And everyone's still in that kind of period of, well, we don't really know. So I, I'm finding the most important thing for any organization is to ensure that you've got an appropriate setup for accountability so that you're documenting things so that all decisions you take are defensible and you can demonstrate that you've always got the consumer at the forefront of your mind. I think that's the best 
you can do, but that is in itself when you've got a busy organization trying to actually deliver their products or services that have to then worry about how we can demonstrate that we consider privacy and we've built privacy by design into all of our programs and product development is, um, is, is hard. Yeah, I can imagine. Um, so just uh, just finally, really, just uh, for, for a bit of fun, is there anything in particular that you've learned about yourself uh, during lockdown or all those hours at home? I would say um, it's taught me to have to be patient. You know, I'm, you know, sounds like I, don't, I think ordinarily um, I'm, I'm perhaps I'm trying to sort of push things forward more quickly, and and it's it's certainly been a lesson in, in that respect. It's just to sometimes actually that period of reflection is as productive as when you're just sort of you know frantically running around from meeting to meeting um you can come up with some some of the best work is during those quiet periods yeah absolutely i think it's um something we've all had to learn and some people are better than others at being patient i'm certainly not particularly patient but um you know already you know, just simply going to the local shops or anything, you've got to build in X amount of time now, haven't you? But again, I think um, we're all, we've all adapted um, and we're all looking forward and, and, and hopefully, um, you know, things are going to continue on this positive, positive train. Um, Sarah, thank you so much uh, for your time and, and insight. It's been really, really interesting. And, um, you know, particularly as you work at such a uh, uh, loved, uh, you know, British institution really as uh, as ITV. So it's so interesting, and uh, clearly they're in very very safe hands uh, with you as uh, global DPO. So um, many thanks. And um, so in terms of what's next, um, we'll have further uh, podcasts uh, in the pipe. Um, but thank you for listening, and uh, we look forward to seeing you all very soon. Thanks again, Sarah. Thank you. Thanks. Bye. Bye now.